right. Sounding so, good. Yeah, our buttons work this week. Buttons are working. <laughs> our buttons are working this week. It's a so good day. It's a good day. So, uh, you are watching the 2 by 2 podcast. I am Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Church. And our sponsor is CrossFit Northern Kentucky. We love those guys. Andrew, Kendra, Mike, and Jen. Hello. Thank you. And we Thank have you. room for more sponsors. Yeah. If, if, uh, we would like to get some more sponsors. And literally, it's the easiest sponsorship you will ever have. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so we got the elections over, we think. The election is over. The longest election in the history of mankind. Well, you know, uh, back in 2000 was a long one, I guess. But yeah, but. We was young then. Yeah, <laughs> 20 years ago, man. Make that thing laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We were young back then. Oh, there, oh. There, 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 there. There it is. There we go. There we go. A little humor. Yeah. I need to get back. Am I going to get more efficient with that thing, dude? Yeah, you should. It's way I'm back just... here. I should probably move it up here, but then people can see all the coffee I spilt all over it a yeah. couple couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, let me pray. We'll start. He'll pray us in, and then we'll we'll get to some. We got a lot, we got a lot of interesting things to talk about this week. I think. Okay. Um, okay, let's pray, yeah. Lord. Uh, we pray that we'd honor you with all that we say, and uh, we thank you for your word. And uh, Lord, we want to uh, we want to do well when we face difficulties in life. We want to maintain our integrity. We want to uh, speak truth, and uh, we want to be able to love and encourage others when they go through hard times. And so, teach us those things, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is a longer question. I'm gonna okay. start off with a longer question. Okay. So should I'm gonna I, preface. I write the question down. No, no. I think I think you should be able to follow it. Okay, because we have the same level of uh, attention problem. So last week, <laughs> last week you talked about how difficult, how much difficult, and you didn't say it on here, but when we were talking at your office, you said how much difficulty that you were having, kind of getting this together. It's the third week and round three of this questioning and all of this other stuff. So we go to Sunday and look online and talk to a few people after the service. And the overwhelming response to the sermon was, man, that was exactly what we needed at exactly the time that we needed it. So my question to you was, did you think as you were preparing for this sermon that it was going to um, connect with the feelings that people were having about like the election and all the stuff that's going on? Did you did you kind of feel that that was going to happen or to just kind of do it on its own? Yeah, I was kind of uh, struggling last week, uh, in particular, kind of, you know, sometimes when you when you don't think it's, I don't know, the best, you you kind of grumble a little bit about it and yeah. think, I don't know. Uh, and God usually does that with, yeah. uh, he's able to do so much more than what we imagine. Uh, you know, I was talking to Jenny last week in the middle of the week just saying, you know, this is about maintaining your integrity in hard times. And, uh, you know, I... I think that's probably what resonated because sure. things didn't go uh, the way that a lot of people wanted to in the election. Right. But the question is good. Are we going to maintain our integrity when things don't go the way we want them to? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be the kind of man or woman that God wants us to be, even when we don't like what's going on around yeah. us? Yeah. And uh, and so I so I think that, you know, in God's timing, that, that was... Pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about... <laughs> I mean, just, you know, I sit back and wonder sometimes, and, and especially from being able to hear you multiple times, right? And I know what you're going to preach on, and then I get to hear it twice on Sunday, and I usually go over it before we come up here and listen to some stuff. But but for that, uh, the book of Job, chapters that you thought were just kind of minutia as, as we get into the part where we're going to get really good, where the fourth friend shows up, yeah. 
will fit so perfectly in with the feeling that people were having about what's going on in the nation. And, and you know, of course, the, still, the COVID crisis is still yeah. there, although it's kind of been out of the news a little sure. bit recently. But pretty cool, huh? Yeah. It's always humbling I mean, when, when, uh, when something you don't know is going to be that effective right. and it, it speaks to someone it, and— and God's done that a lot of times. And yeah. I'm just always amazed. I, you know, I praise him for that. There are times, and you know, you, there are times when I come off the platform on a Sunday and I just go, oh, you know, I mean, I just, nothing seemed to, like it just didn't click like it normally does. Because you can kind of tell with us sometimes, you know, when everybody's kind of grinning and everything else, that's when it's going really good. Yeah. But it's a lot of times in those in those moments where I'm just like, that was not that good. And we are better than that. And, you know, and that yeah. I'll have somebody after church go, I just love that song. And I thought that it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's it's, God, isn't it? it was yeah. not about me. And that makes me feel better that it's like, yeah. My his grace and his mercy is not dependent on my performance, Absolutely. which is great. Yeah, and the other thing that's really amazing, and you maybe is for someone to come out and say something you said, but you didn't say that, right? And they'll say, you know, when you said, and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember saying, I don't remember saying that. that. Going through your and, notes, and it's like the spirit, I guess. Yeah, from the time it leaves our mouth to it gets to their ears, it it adjusts as need be. I guess you know God yeah, is cool. able to do that, but uh, sometimes. Sometimes people give me credit for something I didn't say, <laughs> and I'm just like, praise the Lord, because you yeah. know he's he's good like that. It's good and that the Lord doesn't recognize plagiarism. Yeah, because you're getting yeah you're getting, you're getting credit for a bunch of stuff that yeah. you yeah. It's it's amazing. no, it is it's a, like I said, it's a neat thing, and I mean you know the things that you hear, you know a lot of times when we we will pick songs or something, and and and, I, and a lot of the team, you know Lindsay or Courtney or Josh or whoever, will say, hey, we should do this song. I feel like that that's kind of the Lord nudging them that they, yeah, that, that we should. And so I'll put it in there. Sure. You know? Yeah. And it never fails when they bring one that they really want to do. Somebody yeah. will catch and go, Hey, that song, you know, it's like, Oh, so this, you know, yeah. All you gotta do is kind of listen and pay attention yeah. and it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out. But. So I made some adjustments on Friday just, but you know, realizing even that, uh, what Job was saying was relevant. Oh yeah. Even though, you know, it's a little tender for some people. Right now, yeah. You, you, oh, sure. You gotta be a little careful because some people are really down, you know. And uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you, you know, we want to minister in certain times. We want to, you know, kind of like Job's friends. Some of the things that they said, it wasn't the time for them to say that, right? And even probably in regards to the selection, you, you know, as the days go by, I think you can speak more truth. But uh, some people aren't that receptive early on because right. it's still. And before, and before we get into, because we're going to get into this, we're not just going to talk about the the, the kind of extracurricular that went on around the server. This has really opened my eyes. I am terrible at consoling people that have lost loved ones, and yeah. I've realized that about myself. And now I just kind of just don't yeah. say anything because, you know, the the guy I talked about last week, uh, I went over to his um, his day's layout and. It was one of those things where you're just like, I don't know what yeah. to say. They, they, you know, his dad and his, he didn't have the greatest relationship, but it wasn't fractured, and it wasn't, you know, it, it was just one of these deals where he's a he's a grown man taking care of, of 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 these things that had to do with his dad, and you could tell he's kind of staying busy to keep from yeah. having to deal with that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure you it's know, I can pray for something to say, yeah. but I'm, but just kind of say, hey man, I'm here if you need me. Yeah. Well, you know, with a better thing, I think. So um, I mentioned my Bible study group or Sunday school class, whatever you want to call it, on Sunday, but it's just. It was rich, and we were talking about, you know, why does God allow suffering? And uh, I mentioned in my class, you know, there was three 
couples, people that had lost children. Faye and Blaine lost two, and Brandon and Scarlett had lost a child, and Georgia had lost a... And so, you know, it was real rich because they were sharing, and I, I think it was Blaine who said, you know, it doesn't help when people say, you know, they're a lot better off now. <laughs> you know, some, some yeah. of the things I think we, we say, talked about that. Like, you know, that's a, well, they're in a better place. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not next to me. And, and you know, I miss them. So, and they all mentioned, you know, just being there and right. not having to say a lot. And uh, that, that's so helpful. And we've talked about that on here, but yeah. we, we don't have to have words. We can just be there and, you know, smile a little bit or give them a hug or right. just cry with them, yep. even. And, uh, that, that's so. That's always appropriate just to be there, but uh, but I think our tendency is we want to say something, something profound. Oh, something that's going yeah. To, and you, well, I mean, you you're you're first of all you're a pastor and you're a man, so you want to fix. Yeah. I don't want my friend. I don't want my loved one feeling bad, yeah. right? But sometimes you got to feel that bad to get back to the good. And you're talking about Uncle Blaine, and I hope he doesn't get mad at me. But when you know, after after Steffi's passing, I, I talk to him and. And you knew how big of a hero of mine he is, and and I just kind of talked to him. He goes, you know, he goes, it's it's a new normal. I mean, they're yeah. our family. They have two children. He's had two siblings, yeah. uh, my aunt Kim and my uncle Bobby. So they have they know what loss is. You know, he's like, there's a new normal now, and and it's going to take me a bit to get used to this new normal. And I just thought, what a awesome way. But but yeah, you, know, you don't want to have somebody come. Well, she's in a better place. Well, yeah. she's not with me and her mom. Yeah. So that's awful. And, and Georgia us. was in my class and she just mentioned, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to sure hear too much no. still, you know, and so right. timing is, is so important in right. that regards. And, uh, you know, I, I brought just some notes from, uh, from Sunday school. I mean, uh, Scarlett was in there. She, she they lost a, a child and, uh, and she'd kind of run from the Lord. I, angry at the Lord. And she sure. shared that it, it was, it was, a uh, it was powerful, but she wrote down some things that, uh, that suffering taught her and, uh, and she just keeps them in her Bible. And I thought, Man, that's, that's awesome. It's good. But, yep. uh, uh, it manifests his power. It demonstrates true and genuine faith, uh, sanctification so that we'd be more like Christ. It pre- prepares us for trials. Uh, it prepares us for heaven and it allows us to minister to others. And, uh, you know, that last one in particular, you know, they yeah. all mentioned that, you know, through their losses, they're able to minister to others because mm-hmm. they, they know the hurt a little bit better. Well, Judy, you know, what a wonderful ability she's had with the grief ministry and stuff sure. like that, you know. And I don't, she doesn't, you know, she's always not giving herself any credit and stuff like that. And we give her a hard time. But uh, but that's just a, it's just a wonderful thing to be able to turn that. Yeah. And and use it to help people who are going through because you do you, you truly know uh, you know a child a husband yeah that's all you know that you, I truly know what you're going through I'm like I can tell you exactly what's going to come next yeah she's not trying to fix anything right she, and just working with Judy you know uh, her loss of Chad that comes up regularly yes and it's just a reminder that 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 is not a pain that just goes away oh those I, memories. Uh, they they go you know I'm, I mentioned Sunday that uh, when I went into ministry I didn't realize uh, having a miscarriage would be so dramatic for so many people yes and uh, you know just I'm dumb like I am I just think you know I just thought well you know that 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 probably hurt a little bit but but mm-hmm. uh, I've ministered to people who've re- I mean it's just you know they got so excited and then they they lost that child even before they was born but that didn't matter right uh, it just uh, it hurts, and uh, 
you know, I've not experienced that, but I have seen that just really hurt people. And you, and again, I think sometimes if we've not experienced it, we we can't imagine how bad it would be. Right. But it's uh, and so people uh, people go through some things, and it really affects them long time, a long long time, and it doesn't. It's something they just get over, and so yeah, I want to be sensitive to that. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, you know, as, again, we haven't even really touched. Any of the, yeah. any of the, you know, the important parts of your sermon, but how it just, how it's taken on a life and it applies. And, you know, what we talked about last week with you get in these Old Testament books and you just kind of go, man, what can I use out of here? Yeah. What, you know, God, yeah. God will use it. It's, you know, you don't have to work that hard. Yeah. You just kind of preach what it says. And, and it just so happened that this thing landed right at the time, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that the country's, you know, 150, 150 million people voted and there's about 70 one million of those people who were upset with the outcome, right? Sure. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And and just a few other reminders, you know, uh, Jesus in particular tells us there's going to be difficulties, trials, tribulations, right. and uh, uh, over and over we're told that, and yet it still throws us for a loop when, when they come. Yeah. And uh, we're surprised. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what kind of questions you were going to ask. Uh, but um, Well, we're getting, we're covering a lot of them, but. You know, uh, Eliphaz, uh, you know, he kind of, I mentioned a little bit of prosperity gospel there. Oh, if you just admit that you're wrong and then God's going to bless you again. And uh, just the foolishness of that kind of stuff. It's almost as if there's some formula that if we say the right words, that God's just going to dump a a bucket of blessings upon us. And that wasn't the case for Job at all. No. Uh, And and so. It was uh, quite the opposite, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just we want to be careful of easy answers to to difficult things and uh, just the silliness of some of the stuff that people preach and proclaim that it's just not true. Well, you know, it, it, when I was going through my ordination, um, my examination, you know, Uncle Blaine was like, you know, you the 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 more you try to follow, the bigger that target gets for the devil on your back, right? And yeah. I mean that's. And at this point, from what we know, Job was the guy, yeah. the best follower. So he he was obviously the painted target because even God was like, have you considered this guy? Because he's awesome. Yeah. Right. No one else like him. Right. And it just, it just doesn't make sense when you hear these pastors and they're, and they're popular, man, because it's a pop, I mean, it's what people sure. want to hear when they go, if you accept Jesus Christ, your financial troubles are going to be over with. And this is going to, that is just not the way mm, it goes. Absolutely not. And you, you know? surely can't preach that in. Haiti or India, <laughs> people are poor. They're, right, they got Jesus, and that's what they need. Right, uh, but they're not going to get rich because they trusted in Jesus. Right. Uh, I mean, they might get kicked out of their family. Right, and so uh, that stuff is is frustrating when you realize it. It's not it's not gospel, and people are buying into that, and they're sending money in to buy a, a, a cloth that's been prayed for us and this that stuff drives me crazy yeah well i told you i'm reading the book and i won't mention his name because i know you don't like him but <laughs> but uh and again you know you have to take that with kind of a grain of salt but the books that i have read of his are, are really really good and he he kind of speaks directly to he had people as he was he was you know this is a big mega church pastor he doesn't like to be called that but as he was going on he said man we're missing this area, so the, you know, this church yeah. is growing, but I'm missing in these areas. How do I do this? And he would have other pastors come to him and go, "Don't worry about this. You need to keep preaching. 
that your church is going to prosper and you need to yeah. build a bigger church and all this other stuff. And to the point where he's, he's so jaded about it that he starts calling these guys out right in the book, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think, well, there's a, there's a series called American gospel. Right. That yeah. It's good. Really good. Cause it calls yeah. out the Kenneth Copeland's and Benny Hens yeah. and Joe Osteen's and just says, this is false teaching and you better be warned about it. Cause it's all over the place. And, well, and I mean, if you, if you really, if you break it down, and again, we're getting kind of off topic here a little bit, but but if you could break it down, that is the exact opposite of what Jesus taught. He did not yeah. teach that. He says you're going to have to hate your, you know, yeah, yeah. to follow me. Birds you gotta... have nests and foxes have hoes, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Take up your cross and follow me. Uh, it's a call to give it all up. You got to uh, lose your life to follow. You know, yeah. to get to get it. Anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. I mean, it's a call to even die if need be. Yeah. And so Jesus was never was never about the riches or the prosperity stuff, uh, you know. And so, but that is so attractive, and uh, sadly, well, it's a cultural. I mean, it's a it's a culture. It's a kind of a cultural. Have your cake and eat it too, right? Yeah, you yeah. can you can be a Christ follower, and, and you can and you can uh, have the you you can. Yeah. Have Jesus Christ, and you can want to do better for people, and you can want to give, and you can give your time and service. And when you do that, the return's going to be great. Well, sure. that's actually true, but the return doesn't mean here on earth. The return yeah. is is something that you know that yeah. is possibly after you leave this place. Sure. So, so a couple other things I mentioned. Just you know, we we sometimes live the Christian life as if we're on a playground, and it's all supposed to be fun and games. And yet the scriptures would call us to see it as a battleground where there's an enemy trying to take us out we got to put on the armor so we can stand and stand firm and uh i, th- I think we forget about that yeah. and when we're not taking heed we fall would you, would you say we're not on a we, we we get in here like we're going to the playground and not to the not to the battleground yeah, yeah. i think it was so, not not this past week but the week before yeah and i thought that was really good but i mean there's which is kind of misleading a little bit too because you should take joy in service. Sure. I mean, I you know I, yeah. when we help families, you know, here at church with the benevolence and stuff like that. It's, you know, I always feel really good that we, as a church, we're able to do that. It's not my money, sure. you know, but um, as a church that we're able to do that. But but the battleground is you're going to get attacked on multiple fronts, and the people closest to you sometimes are going to get you. Yeah, you know, so you have yeah. to be prepared for that every day. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, uh so I I'm started to work a little bit. I'm going to be revival this this week, but, uh, started reading a little bit about, you know, Elihu is going to show up and, uh, and I, I mentioned that, uh, this quote from C.S. Lewis in my, in my Bible study group, Sonny, and I'm going to maybe use it next time in Job, but Let's hear it. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And, uh, I, just think about America. I mean, there's so much noise. Right. And sometimes, sometimes we had to go through some things for us to hear God, to, for Him to get our attention. I mean, 9-11 is a good example. Right. I mean, God that's kind of a megaphone, and He got a little bit of attention for mm-hmm. a while. And uh, when things are smooth sailing, we talked about that in the class. I mean, when things are smooth sailing, we're, we're not even that receptive to our need for God or walking with Him. We, we just, things are going so good. And so uh, we're going to have suffering in this world, and, and Job's going to, you know he he's going to learn some things about God that he didn't know, and uh, but I, I think sometimes the pains of life certainly refocus us. It causes us to pray, yeah, and we need that. You know, it's something that 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 I kind of looked at, and and again, you're 
you, you hint towards it, but you don't ever really come out and say it, which is probably a good reason that you don't. But it's it's kind of made me. And I told you, you know, I'm going, going through the book of Jeremiah in a in a in a devotional that I'm that I'm reading, and you look at some of these things, Job, with all of this stuff that's going on, and and in Jeremiah and the people of Israel as the exile is happening, and they're going to go under Babylon. And I think to myself, you know, I really don't have it that bad. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. you, you know, even though I feel like wearing a mask is a hindrance and. I feel like, man, I really wish that we should free some things up so I could do this and we could kids could go back to school full time and and some of this other things. You, you read in here and it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people had a lot worse off than oh, I. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> I've got it. Certainly, you know, I've got a house and a wife, and we while we seem to be able to eat, and my kids are healthy, except for Roxy's broken ankle, yeah. and you know, other than that, yeah. I mean, everything's looking pretty good. Well, and you're right. We we grown about some things that most of the world would laugh at. Right. Based on what they go through, yeah. they think, "Oh, you got to wear a mask," yeah. you know, and not to belittle that or. Well, no, know. no. I mean, that, but that's talking to me because I'm like, man, this stinks. I hate putting this thing on, and I don't, you know, I can't breathe half the time. I, I feel like it's suffocating me, and then I forgot my glasses on. I'm fogging them up, and yeah, there's people. You know, you think you talked about Haiti, but I think about you know China. Um, the Christians in China are getting killed. Yeah, you know? yeah. We, and, we we groan about wearing a mask to church. Yeah, and they can't. Eat, they can't go when it's normal time. Yeah, you know, and and you know, uh, persecution sometimes brings purity to the church. We, we we could use some of that. Yep. And so God, God uses. We're going to talk about that more next time too. But God has purposes in our suffering, and uh, you know, one example we talked about Sunday was Joseph. I mean, he went through terrible times, but God had the ultimate purpose of sparing his people and having Joseph in the right place at the right time. And so God, even in the midst of all the, the chaos and, and difficulties, he's working for our good and for his glory. And Joseph actually says that. Yep. You mean it for evil? <laughs> Joe, Genesis fifty twenty. You mean so, evil. God meant, God for, meant good for good for the saving of many lives. Yeah. So so God uses it and uh we, we can be thankful for that. Um and, and then we talked a little bit about the fear of the Lord. And, uh, you know, Job, Job has a little dialogue about, you know, I've, it's been like going to a mine trying to right. find out what's going on and trying mm-hmm. to dig out why is this happening to me. And, and uh, he talks about the fear of the Lord and, and that the fear of the Lord is, is the beginning of wisdom and understanding. And let's, let's talk about that for a second. And we don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but uh, we had a Sunday school class, uh, our old Sunday school class, which Christian Greg and all that that crew, awesome. By the way, if you're looking for a Sunday school class, there's a really good one. Um, the 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 fear of the Lord came up. You know, they were going through the Bible in a year. Um, yeah. The story. There's a difference between what as a as a young Baptist kid hearing a preacher kind of preach fire and brimstone and scaring me into wanting to follow Jesus. Yeah. And in fearing the Lord, understanding his power, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think that gets confused sometimes, especially when I talk to non-believers. They were like, well, this, the Lord, I mean, look at this guy. He's the Old Testament. He's starting wars and he's doing all this other stuff. And I mean, yeah, I'm scared of that. But but talk about the, it, it's a healthy, respectful yeah. fear. Yeah. Was that, would you, would yeah. that be a good? Yeah, I think, so God said Job was blameless, upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. And I think that fear is he, he knew and trusted God. God, he had this awe and reverence for God, so that you know he he says things like the Lord gave, the Lord's taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That that's a good picture of <laughs> God. That I had all this stuff and God gave it to me, and He had the right to take it away. And so I, I think that kind of reverence for that God is 
So I, I said some reasons we fear God is because we know he's the ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. He created us. Right. And so he has say he, it's not like somebody popped in. No, he created us. And so he has authority over his creation. Uh, he's going to bring justice. Right. You know, we, Job wants justice. Uh, and for him to maybe be able to understand that, that God is completely just and will bring justice in the end. And therefore, we don't have to, I don't have to convince you that I'm right. Right. Because ultimately what matters is, is that God knows. And and then to know that ultimately God is good. Yeah. And uh, is working things for our good. I, I think all that comes into to fear. Uh, now, you know, if you're not in a relationship, I think you should have a, a different kind of fear. Right. Fear of the wrath of God mm-hmm. because you're living under the wrath of God and he's just and you're guilty and uh, you're you're going to answer for your guilt and your sin. And uh, and so if you're not in a relationship with Jesus, you, you need to have that kind of fear that you're talking about. Right. That, like, And if you'd like to learn about that, you can come to our Sunday school class because that is the point in Revelation that we are right now. But yeah, you, we talked about yeah. that this week, right? Yeah. You know, as a as a believer, you're sitting there looking at at, at this judgment, and, and even even this going, man. You know, ultimately, we know Job is okay because even if if he ends up getting killed by the end of this book, which spoiler alert, he does not. He's going yeah to be with God sure. when he when he leaves. You know, we're going through, and 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 I don't think I'm just running through my class. They're all believers, and some of them are more a little bit more mature biblically than 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 most. We're looking at this thing going, man, this is just terrible. And it's terrible. And then, but ultimately, you can look at it from the standpoint of, well, we're not going to be here. Yeah. So, you know, this is what happens when, when, when God is going to honor the choice that you have made through your life to just continually kind of push him aside. So, yeah, yeah you, should, you should definitely be scared of that. Yeah. So yeah. The, the fear thing, I think, could be related to our parents who, uh, you know, we love our parents. And yet there's a healthy fear of especially when you're little, when you disobey, yeah. you might likely yeah. be disciplined. Mm-hmm. And it's for your good, even though it's not good. <laughs> it's for your good. And God's kind of the same way. We we don't have to, you know, he invites us to f- confess our sins. Yeah. And uh, if we're in a relationship with him, we've experienced his grace. We're not living under his wrath. And so it's not as if, you know, it's, it's not even like Adam and Eve who are hiding in their right. sin. He, he's already covered our sin, and yet we want to honor him, and uh, we, we, as his children, expect some discipline when yeah. we go away from his ways. Yeah, and we talked, I think, you know, I mentioned this before, um, I think it was, I think I was listening to Judah Smith when he said it, and, it, and it, you know, different things out of sermons resonate with me, and he says, your sin is washed away if you're, if you're a believer. But that doesn't mean you're not have to face the consequences possibly of, yes. of that sin here on earth or, or whatever that punishment may be here, yeah. man's punishment. You might have to suffer through that or, you know, whatever. Not to say that that's what's happening to Job because we know what's happening to Job, even though his buddies think that they know better. But, yeah. you know, that, and I, I thought about that as like, you know, a sin yeah. could be a broken law, it could be hurting somebody, and you're yeah. going to have to deal with the aftermath of that. But God forgives the sin. Yeah. But he's going to let you yeah. and so, follow in the... Part of the dilemma in Job is that uh, <clears throat> that's what his friends are accusing him of, of, of he's, you know, sinned in such a way. And, uh, you know, if Job feared God and in, in, in really what he's saying over and over, no, if there was something, I, I would have confessed that to God. Right. Because I, I, I want to 
walk with God. Right. But but what you're accusing me is not the case. Right. Uh, but what we know as believers is that uh, if he's our father, Hebrews tells us that he's going to discipline his children. And so we, we need, I mean, when I was little, when you was little, we needed to have a healthy fear of our parents. Yep. Because that kept us alive and and yeah. and, and not doing <laughs> yeah terrible thing, just knowing there could yeah. be so as children of God we we know He loves us and promises us that He'll discipline us as as we need because He loves us yes He does and uh, and so I think all that kind of plugs into to to having a healthy fear of God and and uh, Job pursues wisdom like like a mind uh, and he he realizes that man it it's it starts with the fear of God. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that's, that's a, that's a great way to explain it. Like it's, it's a difficult one to understand, especially if you don't know much about, you know, some of this other stuff like fear God, you know, I I don't, well, God is love and all this other Well, He is, but he's also a lot of other things too. And like a lot of things that we don't necessarily understand because he's the sovereign, he's the creator of the universe. Yeah. So, you know, before we finish this verse, I didn't even get to on Sunday, but, uh, every man's battle, Steve Afterburn, he, he has this verse, uh, Job 31, one where Job says, I've made a covenant with my eyes, uh, not to look upon a, a young woman. Uh, you know, that verse helped me years ago, uh, just, Thinking about the fear of God that uh, I've married his daughter, mm-hmm. and I have no right to to look upon another. Right. I mean, I'm married to God's daughter, right? And I better have eyes only for her. But that verse, like I said, I didn't mention it Sunday, but that verse helped me. I memorized it, and I'm like, whenever I I would see someone uh, that I. I would just say I made a covenant with my eyes not to look upon another woman, and so uh, maybe. maybe Job thirty one one would be helpful to some man who's listening to just realize that when you got married, you made a covenant uh, with with your wife, who is a child of God, and uh, and so uh, you, you have eyes only for her, which has nothing to do with no, it do, yeah, else, it, it doesn't. But I mean, it's great. It's great to kind of wrap this up on. I think uh, it's interesting that that that's the one you pointed out. I, I heard Andy Stanley do a talk one time, and he was talking. And he used that verse in reference, but he said, um, can you imagine, he said, if every, th- every decision you made, Jesus was standing with his arm over your shoulder, and he said, hey, you know, your wife, yeah, yeah I died on the cross for her, so you should treat her like that. Or, or this guy you're getting ready to get in an argument with, you know, hey, I loved him so much. Yeah. And if you, you know, I mean, it's a wonderful way to look at the world. If you think of, you know, that guy that cuts you off in traffic. Hey, guy, <laughs> yeah. I love that guy too, you know, and I died for him just like I died for you. And, I, and it was kind of, you know, it kind of makes you sit back and go, wow, you know, boy, yeah, it'd be a good. whole different, you know, whole different world if, if everybody started doing that. And I don't do that all the time. I'm not saying that, I, you know, I'm perfect and do that. Sure. But sometimes when you take a step back and go, man, God loved him just as much as he loved me. He sent his son for that guy, Yeah, you know, or this yeah person that's yelling at me for yeah, <laughs> taking yeah. their parking spot good and so, so there's pieces of just nuggets in job that uh, obviously you you miss some of them when you're yeah. preaching and but but you see them from time to time and, and um and so i'm i'm think i'm like you i'm thankful for the book of job and uh it's been good studying yeah it's again, been it's so. been good stuff like i said perfect perfect god timing on yeah. this on this sunday which is really good so We'll we'll uh we'll talk about a couple of things. We got a few things coming up here at church. I wore shorts today. Yeah. Because uh, I think like this might be the last November tenth might be the last day that I'm gonna be able to wear shorts comfortably. Boy, it's yeah. nice outside. Yep. 
So. Uh, shout out to our veterans. We we appreciate and Danny. We appreciate your yeah. service and those who serve and did serve. And uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day, and we want to honor them and yeah. and just uh, thank you for that. Thank you, Danny, for Thanks. for serving. Yeah, and, it was, uh, I was, It's really it, it's hard to explain. Sometimes the connection you'll be talking to somebody and and um, you find out that you're like both veterans because it doesn't come up. I mean, you don't sure. you don't greet somebody like when they come to the barbershop for the first time, like, hey, how you doing? Are you a veteran? You know, yeah. and then you get to talking and, and just basically the mood changes yeah. between the two of you. And it's, it's awesome. like, oh, man, yeah. you know, it's awesome. It's a, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's really neat. And to all my all my brothers and sisters out there who are serving or have served, we just I, I really appreciate it. And um, this church loves veterans. We love you. Yeah. So yeah, and you know we we miss them this year that the ones that aren't yeah. able to come back. We we uh, but we we hope somehow you'll hear from us that we we thank you for your service. Yeah. And uh, next Sunday through Wednesday, I'll I'll be in Harrisburg, Kentucky at Bethel Baptist. <laughs> Make Den- sure they get that mic turned off. Yeah, yeah. Make sure they. <laughs> he doesn't watch this, does he? He's probably gonna be like, "There's uh, guys." No, my my buddy Stephen is the pastor there, and uh, he they left his mic on during the invitation. <laughs> Uh, Sunday and I, I happened to catch it and it was just uh, I I love to aggravate him a little bit and he he gives it back but uh, he's gonna be wearing that one for a while. So I, I think hope Doug always turns me off because <laughs> I don't always turn mine off. You know he so hopefully yeah. he turns me off because I'm probably as bad as as Stephen. But anyway, if you if you pray for me next week, I I'd appreciate that. I'm gonna kind of the theme of the revival is turn your eyes upon right. Jesus. And just with the realization that there's so many other things that's pulling at us, uh, and and so just taking a, a few days and just thinking about turning our eyes back to Jesus yeah. is kind of the theme, and uh, I'd appreciate your prayers for that. And we uh, here at church, we've got we're we're examining our Bible studies on Sunday morning, and uh, we've got we would love to hook you up with one if you're out there watching and you and you come, we would love at nine thirty to get you in one that that you would really like. There's we have a lot. There seems to be a wide variety of subjects covered, which yeah. is really good. Sure. Um, different if, age groups. if we don't and, have one that's, you know, we'll, we'll start one. Yeah, we're not and scared then, to start a Sunday no. school class, that's for sure. And then Sunday we uh, voted to to call Jonathan uh, Brewster. We're excited for that. He's yeah. going to really focus on young adults for a while and then transition into students. But uh, Jonathan and Sarah will be coming in a few weeks, and we're excited for It's awesome. For that. It's awesome. And, uh, and then, of course, the Christmas season's coming up. And yep. Thanksgiving is coming. Thanksgiving, yep. the turkey run, the tenth annual, tenth annual turkey run on Thanksgiving Day. On Thanksgiving morning, it's a good time. Um, I told you, you better, you better be ready if you show up this year. I know you got to go down to Lancaster, and and you got a bunch of family stuff, so sometimes you don't run. But if you do, well, you you beat me, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's Ken Ford. Turkey run. If he, I don't, that guy, he sandbags every year. He'll go, we're going into this thing. He's like, oh, I haven't been running and it's really slow. And then the, the buzzer sounds and he's, take, I've got to run him down. And it's like, gosh darn, man. So he, he likes to sandbag it. Anyway, so he's done pretty well. Thank you for joining us today. Danny, pray for us. <laughs> we'll pray and, us uh, out. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity just to come and discuss your word. Lord, thank you for, for your timing being so much better than ours and and, and uh, just giving us a message uh, that seemed to resonate with people at a time where there was uncertainty and there's things going on and there's and there's election results that they like and the election, election results that they don't like. And it's just this kind of uh, turmoil in the country that, that we were able to look at, at Job and just go, man, this is, you know, we, we just be content and, and not lose our integrity and things. And, and Lord, we just... Uh, Thank you so much for the, the way that you were working in our church. We thank you for the attendance that we've had and, and um, 
and and the attendance on our online stuff. Lord, we just uh, we just want to thank you for that. Help us to just continue to spread the gospel the best way that we can, and uh, one that's just glorifying you. We want to be with those who are um, having treatments this week and scans and and all the things that are going on. Lord, you know what they are. Our, our uh, uh, prayer request list is pretty large, so we just want to lift that up to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.